Dude, that's a, a 12 hour day laying bricks is pretty intense, I'm sure. Yeah, and then as soon as I get out, I got to go to the gym at six, and he's already, oh, you got to go for a two mile run before you can drink. <laughs> before you can drink. Before you can drink like water, or is he saying no, before you can have some alcohol? What's that? No, like before we have like our training, he like makes us go for runs, I'd say. And we can't take no water with us. That just doesn't seem safe. I mean, I'm not a coach, but like a heat stroke or like a dehydration situation is probably not great. Yeah, no. That's why I usually just drink a bunch before I get out the car. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So you, you got the system figured out. A little bit, so, yeah. So I know you've wanted to do a podcast for a while, man. What made you want to jump on so much? I always like, first of all, I like when a fighter reaches out and like actually wants to do it. Like that does happen sometimes, but right. it's cool because obviously that means, you know, you want to be here for a reason and you care about promoting yourself and your fights and stuff. So what is it about you that made you want to jump on the podcast? I don't know, man. Me and Marky, we've been like, we've been making a lot of skits and making stuff for YouTube. So like, this is like kind of up my alley. said so like stuff I've been wanting to do. And it's a, it's a good thing to get, like, I'd say, like, people to look at me different, like, you know, see who I really am instead of just some guy throwing fireballs. As Zack Snyder said, I like that you yeah. use that phrase. That's funny. Nice. Me and Zach talk a lot, though. Like, I hit him up. Like, every time I fight, I'll hit up Zach and see if he's something about the guy. That's awesome. Yeah. So here's here's the fireballs you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Showing them on the screen. So for people just catching up on the conversation, Devin fought Zack Snyder back on the bird 12. It was both of their MMA debuts. And Zack Snyder, Muay Thai base coming in, but mostly mm -hmm. wrestled the entire fight. And when I, Zach, after the fight, he said it was because Devin came out just throwing straight up fireballs at him. And he I was knew, trying to take his he, head off. He knew he couldn't afford <laughs> to get hit by one of those things, so he, he turned to his wrestling instead and kind of controlled the fight that, that way, but that said, man, obviously, I Zach's assessment of the fight, it was pretty clear. You know, he had a wrestling advantage there, but what did you, what did you expect going into the fight and, and what was the experience like for you, that being your you know, debut, man? That's got to be a crazy moment. The experience was it was awesome. Thanks to you guys, though, obviously. You guys put on a great event. The whole thing was just crazy, man. I loved every bit of it. I would say Did anything uh, surprise you? Yeah, yeah, when I when the match first started, like it was weird. My like you know, whenever you sit on your leg too long and it tingles, both my arms felt like that. It was so weird. And then, like every time I would throw a punch and go, away. I don't know. It was a little weird. That is weird. Do you think it was just like adrenaline or yeah, what do you think that was? just a crazy amount of adrenaline dump or something. I, I will say, man, like wrestling for three rounds, kind of grappling for three rounds like you guys did is incredibly tiring. And I thought your cardio was actually pretty impressive because I know your coach at the time was worried about the weight cut and your cardio. So I was I was like in the back of my head, I was like, all right. I feel like Devin might might gas just given what his coach is saying, but you didn't really gas in that fight at all. So how how did you feel conditioning wise and just as the fight went? That wake up, how, how was the experience? That wake up was crazy. I was in the hotel room with my sweatsuit on in the bathroom having in a sauna. Like it was tough. What like had you ever cut weight before? Did you wrestle? Yeah, like when I, when I wrestled in high school. Like we cut weight all the time. We sat in the hot tub and then ran forever and ever. But like I don't know, it was a little different because I'm a little older now. 
You're still young, though. Yeah, like, how I'm, old yeah, are you? I'm 21. Just turned 21. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was going to say, I thought you were 21, man. You can't listen until you get as old as me, bro. You can't be talking about getting old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't be talking about getting old, making me feel even older over here. But yeah, dude. So we we loved having you, bro. Like one thing that I talked about with Ryan and Jim a lot as well was just how excited it seemed like you were to be there. Like, yeah, like everything it. about it. Yeah, like e- even at the weigh-ins, you know, you were in a really good mood and you were asking us for for waters mm-hmm. and stuff before you mm-hmm. went. I'm like, dude, you got you gotta gotta weigh in first. And I was like, still don't, a don't drink a water. I was, <laughs> I was still a little heavy. How do you feel right now compared to going into that fight? Do you feel like you're just much better prepared coming into your second fight? I've been working a lot harder. And I'm already at my fight weight, so I don't really got to worry about that too much. My jobs, they put they got me going right. I'm walking yeah. Yeah, I'm walking around at 169 right now, so that's good. That's crazy. So you're literally not going to cut weight for this fight. I mean, it hasn't even been announced yet, but this this podcast, a full disclosure for people watching, like we're recording this on Thursday. It's going to be live on Friday. So if you're watching this live on Friday, it's actually pre-recorded. But as of this recording, it we haven't announced your fight. So you want to do the honors, bro, and tell the good people what's going on? Well, I'm fighting Falco Titi on October 1st. I, I, I don't really know his whole name, but I think that's, you know, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good time for sure. I've been working too hard for it not to be. Yeah, man. October first at Braunberg thirteen, like you said, Falco Teddy TD. I'm not quite sure how to say his last name yet either. It's also his MMA debut yep. at 100, 170 pounds. So it's kind of funny you say you're walking around at one sixty nine. So literally, you might you might need to gain weight by fight time. Yeah, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> so i gotta talk like we we let off the show talking about your your brick lane and your your day job and everything and how that kind of keeps you in shape by keeping you physical all day but what's that balance like of getting off a 12 tw- hour shift and then going straight to training like that that's some dedication yeah dude, it's it gets pretty miserable but like i don't know I, I get my second win whenever i get into the gym like just the environment and all the people there with me they boost me and motivate me like they don't let me take breaks they just they want to see the best of me. Yeah, you mentioned that you wrestled a little in high school, but what is your like combat sports background? Otherwise, what got you interested in fighting at all? I don't know, man. I've always really been a fighter. Like I got into a couple of street fights when I was younger, and like I don't know, it's just always been my thing. I've always I grew up on UFC. It's like when I was a kid, my mom always had me in like MMA classes and stuff, but like that didn't really matter because I was young. But now that I'm older and I'm, I can do as I want. That's what I want to pursue. Nice. I mean, that it's a it's a crazy field to get into, like getting in that cage, man. I have massive respect for anybody who makes that walk. And that's one thing that I think stood out with you and Marquise both. You mentioned him earlier a little bit, but you guys both had impressive poise. I would say yeah. you were not uh, you were not overwhelmed by the moment at all. You guys didn't seem nervous or like jittery or anything like that. You both seemed excited yeah, to fight. So that's pumped. You could tell. Yeah, I mean, you could tell when somebody genuinely enjoys fighting. And then even after the fight, right. you know, you yeah, lost your yeah. debut. <laughs> yeah, dude, you you guys, like, turned it into a party right after the fight. It wasn't really <laughs> about the win or the loss. Yeah, no, because I didn't really feel like I lost too – like, I didn't really lose too bad. Like, I lost, obviously, but we didn't really fight too much. We were just wrestling, rolling around. Did Is there a huge emphasis on your wrestling now in training? Do you feel like that's something that you got to really work on, or do you just want I've, to I've been putting in a lot of work on the mat. We've been doing a lot of takedown defense and 
all all types of good stuff. It's gonna be a good time. I've been preparing nice. myself. That's awesome, man. What's uh what's Marquise up to these days? Too, we haven't heard back from him, but uh, dude, I was super impressed with him too. I thought he was throwing some heaters on the feet, mm-hmm. just like you. He actually, I actually think he hurt. Tony yeah, Marshall I thought, one he, point I thought he knocked him out a little bit for a second. He <laughs> stumbled. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But kind of the same story as your fight, where he just got mostly out wrestled, mm-hmm. out grappled. We got too what, aggressive. What's, what's he up to? Uh, Marquise. Yeah, he did. He's been working a lot. You know, he's a he does home health aid and. Uh, He's been training. He's actually looking to get into a fight. He wants to get onto a, either a kickboxing or another MMA card. Nice. Well, the reason I asked, I mean, we got a spot at 155. Oh, yeah? You're fighting. Like, get the gang back together, dude. I should give him a text and see what's up. Because he was what, Is he, from the 1st or the 22nd? Yeah, on your card, October Ooh, 1st. Yeah. I might have to get him on board. See? Bring the gang back together. We, we, need, we, a, got we need to get a 125 weight class going. We got, I mean, we got a 125. You guys got a friend that's 125. I got a good guy. His name's Tony. He's, he's a monster. He's a little guy, but he's a monster. Interesting. Is he, would he be making his debut? Has he fought before? Um, I'm pretty sure it'd be his MMA debut. Or no, he fought in the, out here in Erie before. Okay. Nice. Yeah, man. Get us his name. Who Are you guys all training together now yeah. with Kane? Is that going to be your home base? Yeah, I'd say so. Nice. What's the uh, – I know, like, you guys came in with Jay, and I, I definitely enjoyed working with you guys in Prodigy and everything there at, at Brawl in the Berg 12, but now we'll be under a different team for this October 1st bout. Like, I I always look at it like, you know, there's always gym drama and things yeah. like that, but it doesn't always need to be drama either. Like, I feel like a fighter needs to go where's best for him, and, like, a, a, a coach will understand that. Like, I still – think the world of Jay and those guys, obviously yep. we had nothing but awesome experiences with them, but what was it that you felt like you needed or needed to change? I don't know, man. It's all props to Jay and the guys. Those are, those are my boys forever, you know, but I don't know. It's just like our schedules weren't really like compatible. I don't know. They, these guys over here, they train every day of the week. Almost, you know, they, they always hit me up every morning. Oh, hey, you coming in tonight. They have a lot of, like, I don't know. It's, it's a little different over there. I think it's important for fighter. I mean, dude, you see guys all the way up to you at the UFC level change camps all the time. Yeah, they switch. It's around. important to find a. Yeah, it's important to find that place that you feel comfortable and that you feel like it's it's a good fit for you. So, props to you for understanding that you needed something different, and you know, you guys will both go your separate ways or might link back up yeah, down the road. I, like, I don't really know. I would definitely like to go train with the guys just to like check in with them and make sure they're on their cues. You know, it's just. I feel like it's a little awkward at the moment, but it'll be all right. Nice. Yeah, man. I mean, that that's that kind of stuff can always get awkward, of course. But, I mean, it's nothing but professionalism and class that we saw from you guys back in July. So, I expect nothing, nothing but the same moving forward. So, whatever it may be, man, you know, we're stoked to get you in there October 1st, honestly. How, how would you say for people maybe who want to watch your fight and – were there in July, like what kind of differences are they going to see in, in you? Well, I say Zach, he really, he really showed me that I'm not ever going to get slammed again. Cause I've been <laughs> going down, you know, <laughs> Falco might be going there a couple times. Nice. So you like absorbed Zach's powers in that fight. Now you're going to use them against Falco. <laughs> Zach, boy, he humbled me a little bit. He showed me what I needed to work on, you know, Dude, he that guy's hilarious. I, I it's funny that you say you still talk to him a good bit. Like he's he's just a hilarious yeah, he's guy. A cool dude. I, 
Yeah. So you guys have formed kind of a friendship through fighting. Yeah, I'd say so. He's, he's my guy now, I, I presume. I wouldn't mind getting a little rematch in later down the line, though. <laughs> he might be down. He was just talking to me, actually. I believe he's fighting in a Muay Thai fight here okay. in Pittsburgh October 9th. But then he was telling me that he wants to fight a couple times in 2023. So you never know, man. If you beat, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, you beat Falco, and then 2023, maybe we we line it back up. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to. I want to fight at least one more time this year. I, I would love to get on the 22nd car with all the guys from the blue corner last time, but I don't know if they'd let me yeah, do yeah. that. Dude, you never know. I mean, if you uh, if you come in and you know you emerge without injuries from october 1st and you want to go again we could possibly make that happen you never know right so that that would be sweet man but i want to i want to jump back to something that you said very early in the conversation because it it interested me but i didn't want to like get right into it on the show but like what kind of skits are you and marky working on like this is this sounds interesting to me so it's marky's been he's you know he does his little thing gets into his modes and he gets the typing up these scripts and having these ideas where I'm more of a, like, let's go out in public and do things. But like, he's been doing like, I don't like, it's crazy. He's a crazy guy. He's been doing like a lot of African skits, like roommate skits, all kinds of different sort of things. We were doing a library skit down at the, uh, at the Bayfront earlier. And he had me like walk up on him, ask him some questions. And like, it was like an inward pass thing. It was so stupid, but he, it was creative stuff. I don't know. It sounds interesting, man. Is it like a comedy yeah. channel? Is it comedy? Okay, all right. It's gonna be, I suppose. He, he's been making comic books. Like, he's been he's been pumping them out. He's about to release them here soon, and he just wants to like make some some more stuff so he can like a documentary type or just a bunch of little little tiny like maybe thirty second, fifty second skits. I, dude, I mean, I love that. Like, I feel like I have a pretty creative mind as well. So when I hear about somebody doing these types of things, I get super interested for sure. I, I knew, like, like I said, just being around you guys back in July, I knew that you guys were a little different, like in a good way than the average fighter that we get that comes through. Like, I could tell that you guys had a different kind of energy. So that's pretty cool that you're working on that. Did he, did he like, rope you into this, so to speak? Or was this something that you were interested in doing before and were doing before? Um. I, me and my like old friends back in Ohio, we used to like record stuff and make like TikToks and stuff all the time. So like the stuff we were doing on everyday life, because it was kind of like a movie. Like we were traveling around every day, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And like I met Marky out here at Three Elements actually. And like whenever we met, we just kind of like clicked up. A few months later, we moved in together, and like you know we got to know each other really. And that's when it came up. He was like, I asked him like, "What are you working on?" He showed me comic book pages. I'm like, "Oh, dude, that's like really cool." And like we just started you know, exchanging ideas and stuff and it just so forth from there, you know? Nice. Did you say you guys met through training or? Yeah, we met uh, what? at Three Elements out here in Erie. Got you. What is his background exactly? Because I didn't get much of a chance to talk to him, honestly, but you could tell the guy was in super good shape, super athletic. Like, what is his background? I think he was in the military. Yeah, he was in the National Guard for a while. Um, I know he, he did karate for a long time. He's a He's really naturally a kickboxer. Like that's his that's his stand. Like that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He he works out every day. He does CrossFit. <laughs> you know, like, I get him into hot yoga sometimes. I don't know. We're, we're pretty active and healthy guys. I know he's nice. he's ripped though. He's a big dude. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I'm sure you heard Zach say it in his interview. Zach was like, dude, I thought I was going to be the most Jack guy at the show, but then <laughs> Marquise took his shirt off. I was like, damn, this guy's got me beat. <laughs> That's funny, man. So, like, just for you, I know you said you're working on your wrestling grappling a lot leading into this fight, but Zach kind of mentioned it, like the fireballs comment was funny, but at the same time, it, it did real. seem like that was that was kind of like a natural, maybe a natural gift that you have. Like, how do you play into that let your hands fly but still focus on your grappling like how are you approaching this fight we've been working a lot of strikes into like takedowns i'd say we've been doing a lot of stuff like that a bunch i just stand in a circle a bunch of guys will shoot on me and i gotta defend it and get back up and keep sparring like we do a lot of interesting things that's making me a lot better what was I know you mentioned that you got in a few street fights when you were a kid, but what was the first moment that you realized that you had power in your hands? Man, uh, I think I was coming back from ATEC out in Conneaut, Ohio, and uh, it was like my first day going to school out there, and this kid wanted to fight me so bad. And like as soon as I got off the bus, we just got the brawl, and I hit him like three times. I like knocked him out. He fell to the ground, and like I don't know. After that, everyone always wanted me to fight everybody, and all got it. You know. After that, I knew, like, I had power. Yeah. It's interesting because I think every school has that kid that, like, gets in fights, and then every school knows that's the kid that fights. But we're so you're saying you were kind of that kid? Yeah, more or less, I say so. <laughs> I mean, that could t quickly turn into, like, you could go down the wrong path quickly with that. Do you find that MMA kind of helps keep you centered and is, is you know, a, a positive outlet for that kind of energy? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, I don't really get into – you know scuffles anymore but it definitely helps like that's a good way to channel like my anger or any problems i have it's a good way to release them out in the gym for sure dude i always like 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 we said you know it was your mma debut back in july obviously the first time we ever talked or worked together i always like when we get new guys in to work with them to see how they do and i've you know really enjoyed like i said your energy and the things on that level but what do you want to do with MMA? Like, are you looking at this as, you know, I want to go pro someday and have a pro MMA career? Or is this just you, like, staying active, doing something you enjoy right now? Yeah, I definitely don't plan on being an amateur for too, too long. I want to definitely see where this this road takes me in the long run. Nice. What do you – like, how do you plan or map that out? Because I know a lot of fighters, I feel like, maybe rush going pro i don't want to rush it yeah. i don't want to like i want to get a, a good amount of amateur fights and get a good amount of experience and then i'm going to go pro you know it, i always heard if you rush into things like it doesn't really end well or sometimes it does you just got to be lucky that's definitely true man i mean there's there's like the old saying there's many ways to skin a cat like there's no one size fits all for somebody's mma career you know you some guys are ready after two amateur fights some guys need 10 amateur fights yep. before they're ready. Like, where do you feel like you're at? And it's probably hard for you to tell, you know, this after this next fight, I'm sure you'll have a much better idea. But where do you you feel like you're at with your development right now? I'd probably say about like six or maybe six or seven fights I can go pro. I'd say that's a pretty good number, man. I mean, in, in PA especially, I don't know how much you paid attention to the rules and things like that. But like the advanced amateur kicks in after three fights right. as long as you have a winning record, respectable record. So I think getting a few advanced amateur fights is always good for guys so they can experience ground and pound and also a slightly longer round. Right. Um, how would you have felt if your fight with Zach was five-minute rounds <laughs> instead of two-minute rounds? You, you think the cardio would have been a little more suspect then? A little, it would have been a little on edge, I'd say. But not, not now. <laughs> We've been doing a lot of, like, 
last Friday we did, I think it was like 14 rounds back to back to back. And then Wednesday we just, well, yesterday, you know, I messed my knee up a little bit. We were, we sparred for like three hours. It was crazy. Damn. That is a long session, dude. Yeah. I think people, especially like grappling, you know, grappling and wrestling is so huge in Pennsylvania, but like for people who have never grappled or never wrestled, the the type of cardio that requires is different than riding a bike or running. Yeah. It's a lot of people think they're a lot of people think they're in shape, but I've never seen somebody on the first day of jujitsu leave not feeling miserable. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, no most, matter how good a shape you're most in. new guys when they first come in, they're usually throwing up 30, 40 minutes in. <laughs> so you guys go hard. Yeah, we definitely push our push it to the extremes. How do you balance that? Like, I'm sure, again, that's a work in progress for you as you learn yourself and learn your body and things like that. But like you said, there's a level where you're pushing too hard mm-hmm. and now you're opening yourself up for injury and it's not helpful. Like, how have you learned to find that balance with yourself? Especially, like, well, I'd say at work, I know, like, not to push myself too hard, like, because they, they're really on my ass. Like, when I'm working, they, oh, you got to hurry up faster, faster. But it's like, you know, I got to do stuff after I leave here. You know, I got to pace myself. Yeah. What is your recovery looking like these days? Do you really focus on on recovery or is it kind of just a – I mean, you're 21 years old. I'm sure you you recover fine at your age. (laughs) I I take a lot of ice baths. I I take a lot of, like, daily vitamins. Like, I stretch every morning. Make sure, like, I'm not like when I go to work, it's instant heavy lifting. So you know, I gotta be ready, stretched out, prepared. I don't want to pull some or rip some on accident. Definitely, dude. I think you know, it's interesting the level of science that's come into recovery, diet, all of these things. Like, is this something that you're really focused on? Do you focus on your diet as well? I know you did mention hot yoga, so that's obviously a very beneficial thing to do. A, beneficial exercise and can prevent and also strengthen but do you focus on your diet as well yeah definitely i i, I always watch what I, I don't really eat no junk foods i only drink water like i usually eat like steak and potatoes or oatmeal it just depends like right now i'm only eating like at lunch i'll eat a banana <laughs> i bring like a little pre-cooked meal like steak and potatoes or something rice and chicken i got i like watch my carbs a lot now at least nice yeah, I think that's definitely beneficial. I've heard of a lot of fighters use a similar diet. You know, it seems to work really well. And I'm sure, again, it just depends on the body. I've heard of guys who eat like absolute trash, but it works for their body. And some guys have to be, you know, watch everything they eat. So just, yeah, dude, right? So, like for you, you mentioned walking around at 169, which I think is interesting. Do you see like 155 in your future? Is that where you want to be? Definitely. I was going to fight at 155 this time around, but. I'd say I want to just fight at a comfortable weight where I don't got to push myself too low right away, you know. I don't want to sit outside like I was last time living in my sauna suit every day. Dude, yeah, that seemed miserable. I could tell that you weren't feeling too hot when you showed up Friday. Mm-hmm. It, it was a little rough on you. <laughs> we went to dinner with some Italian place, and I had like a – I don't know why I got like a salad and a pizza, and as soon as I went outside, I threw it all back up. Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds brutal. That sounds brutal. But, yeah, dude, I mean, you've learned a lot from that first fight. I'm sure you can't wait to implement these changes in the second fight. But, like, after this second one, it sounds like you're going to be ready to get right back in there. Like, is that the goal for you? Just stay active, keep growing, and just, like, hey, it's showtime for you right yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. I got to I gotta get it while the going's good, you know. 
I want to at least fight another. I want to fight like two times this year, like this fight, and hopefully another one. Nice, dude. Well, October 22nd, like I said, we obviously have that booked. And I guess I don't even know if we talked about it on the podcast, but it is official. December 17th will, will be our last show of the year. So oh. if it's not October 22nd, maybe we'll we'll catch you in December instead. Where's that going to be at? Uh, Monroeville, the I same place that. this one coming up for you is. Yep. Same venue. So, dude, I wanted to end with circling back to something you said at the beginning, because like I said, I like when fighters reach out and want to be on the podcast. You mentioned the skits. You mentioned like wanting people to know maybe a little different side of you, which I definitely respect and, and want to highlight. So like if I just asked you, like what who is Devin Zandarski like versus what people might think, like what would you want people to know about you? That's a good question, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um I'd say I got more of a personality than most people like think. Everyone thinks I'm like this. Oh, he's a mean guy. Don't talk to him. Yada yada. But no, like I'm, I'm funny. I always making my friends laugh. Like I, I travel all the time. We do all kinds of stuff. Like if it wasn't fighting, I'd probably be full time YouTube or something. Like I don't know. I like to. I'm, I'm outgoing for sure. I like the YouTube component for sure. And yeah, I mean, I 100% agree. I picked up on all, like just meeting you briefly there Friday and Saturday for the last show. I definitely noticed that you were always joking around, having a good time, like keeping things real positive and upbeat all the time, which is awesome. Do you want to incorporate, like, do you see like fight vlogs in your future? Yes, and things like that's that what we've been talking about. Oh my God. Can't believe you said this. Like we, I've been wanting to do like an embedded series like the UFC does to where like, either a week or two prior to the fight, I want to start recording every day. And at the end of the fight, I just want to like put it all together in a big like documentary video and then upload it. I just want people to like dude, see the awesome. process of like what really goes into it behind the scenes. Dude, that's awesome. Well, definitely like if you do that, man, we'll, we'll share it. We'll help push it out for you and stuff like that. <laughs> help give it a little boost if we can, because I, I love that idea too. You know, there's another fighter who uh, was actually not even scheduled fight for us anthony hogaback trains locally here at stout and he does that he, he's into the youtube as well so maybe reach out to him and, and see what advice he would have and stuff like that but he does a good job with it for sure so it's always cool man i think these fighters especially nowadays you know you got guys like you 21 years old you grew up with technology man you know how to use it really well you understand how youtube works and it's big for your brand like if you can get out there and get new fans that way man that's huge and then on the promotional side if that leads to you selling more pay-per-views, selling more tickets, stuff like that, because you got a bigger fan base. <laughs> exactly. It's more money for you, and it's more appealing for us to yeah. put on fighters Definitely. that obviously sell a lot. So it helps all the way around, dude. So I'm, I'm excited to hear you say that you're doing that for sure because it's it's smart. Like, that's a smart thing to look into. You got any guys that are excited to see a fight coming up anytime soon? Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, we – like this, this is not just me saying this because I'm the promote. Like right. I, I need to say these things to to say that. But like I genuinely enjoy like you and Marquise. It was the first time I ever met you guys, but I was excited to work with you and meet you. So I'm always excited when it's somebody that we've never seen before, a new team, a new coach, things like that to work with. But yeah, man. I mean, of course, the fight coming up on your card, like the Ethan Goss and Tobias Taylor title fight, like that. That's just that's as good as a pro title fight gets not in Bellator or the UFC or something like that. So when you have a fight that high level coming up, like it's impossible not to get super excited. And then Justin Patton yeah, Justin coming Patton back in that same part. Like, Hopefully. yeah, I mean, you remember, I'm sure you remember in July what the crowd was like for him. Yeah, like he, he brings them out. 
Yeah, dude, it's it's a party when Justin Patton fights, and now coming off a big win like that, fighting a super tough guy. So like those two pro fights are easy to pinpoint for me. Is like I'm extremely excited about that. Definitely, I'm keeping my eye on Lucas though, man. I think he's he's definitely an upcoming star. I think he's doing good things. Like, yeah, bro. We uh we may have <laughs> I can't say it yet, but we may have some Lucas news for people too coming up. So we're stoked about that, man. That, that sounds good. Hell yeah, brother. Well, it, it was awesome catching up with you, dude. I'll let you get back to your night. And like I said, if you do any YouTube stuff or ever want to shoot it out, like just let me know, man. I'll, I'll help push you guys for sure because I, I like what you guys are doing. I like the energy you guys bring, and I'm excited to work together again October 1st. Definitely. I love to hear it, man. I appreciate it for sure. Yeah, dude. Thanks for hopping on, brother. Go enjoy your night. Yep, you too, man. Have a good night. Yes, sir. Love